Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back for another OG Show Live. Mr. Randall, how you doing? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Real Down... Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing for News. Hi, boys and girls. Welcome to once again the Bass Cat oh, Brother, this is the final cast. Another segment of uh, Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Palatine. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Feather and Fur, your host. Welcome back to the Mighty Pet Piper. I'm your host, Hey, welcome back to Off the Water. Q here with Adventures of Outdoor Woman Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, go to eastport.info. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Slifka, and we are going to end our season or year, should say, with uh, the owner, or I don't know what you what you call it, sir, <laughs> Brian, <laughs> but Brian Schiller. How about organizer of mass chaos? That's yeah. That's probably a better title. The leader of the goof group. Yeah, that. That too. That too. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely organizer of mass chaos. There's a there's a lot of us in here, and you are the leader of that one. I guess. I guess you're the one. You're the one that deals with all our problems. (laughs) The one responsible for it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I brought that upon myself, but that's all right. That's all right, man. Good to be back. Good to be back. Yeah. So last time we left off, you said you were in the works of making possibly a, a big announcement, and uh, 
we were kind of talking about sponsorships and just getting started in this and kind of what it takes to excel at the sport of fishing in general and then also the the side part of kayak fishing and kind of where you got your place where you found yourself best fitted in uh in this industry i haven't found myself <laughs> well, <to> be clear <laughs> <laughs> nobody really finds yourself but you you know what i'm trying yeah, to do that i i think in the last one you know because i've probably done eight million podcasts between <laughs> then and now but um i i know in the last one we covered a lot of like sponsorship type stuff you know pro staff type things you know and um you know building that foundation so to speak and and getting your toes wet so you know i guess you know stemming off that because it, it was more like uh focused on the beginning phases of that you yeah. know and as you get involved with more and more companies um you know you get more opportunities you start doing some stuff um you know and i think i think too right like i don't know how much i went into depth on that uh last time but i i think i did a little bit you know like in the fishing world and in the hunting world things like not necessarily the hunting world as much as the fishing world but fishing like a lot of guys including myself like they start getting in involved in the sport and they're like how do i get a sponsorship and things like that and you know everybody thinks like i gotta go fish eight million tournaments and win a bunch of them um which isn't really the case you know um yeah there's some guys out there that uh you know get paid to go out and fish tournaments and you know they do well and that's you know, being in that consistent, you know, top 10, as I always said, um, it, it's tough, man. Like I did that in 2019 and like, and that was like my rookie year of like doing the national trail stuff. And I fished a bunch of KBF events. Um, I forget how many top tens I had, but I didn't make a ton of money off that, you know, like I, I probably say I didn't even break even with like tournament winnings and stuff. And granted, like I didn't, I didn't win first place or anything. And, you know, the sponsorships that I had at that time were, you know, discounts and things like that. It wasn't like I was getting product or anything necessarily. I don't think at that time, but you know, the biggest thing right now in the fishing market the hunting market, outdoors market in general, um, you know, there's been this big push, right? Like back in the day, um, you know, TV was the thing or a radio station and things like that. And I was listening to a Gary V podcast uh, recently. If you guys don't listen to Gary V, I highly recommend it just if you mm -hmm. want to get jazzed up about life, you know, and get some pointers on like business and things like that. But, um, it, you know, he's always talking about marketing. He owns a very big marketing firm. I think in the last Super Bowl, dude had like 27 of the 60 something commercials like that played in the, uh, during the Super Bowl, like his marketing company made those commercials or, came up with those ideas and whatnot and uh 
you know, back in the day when you went from radio to TV, like there was like this big, like, oh my God, like TV's not going to do anything that'll never get off the ground. People will never be able to afford TVs, this and that, blah, 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 blah. Well, now in your most common household, there's a minimum of two TVs in it. You know what I mean? So right now we're in a phase where TV is kind of getting phased out. And that's where a lot of hunting and fishing companies put a lot of their marketing dollars towards, right? Now you're seeing this transition going from TV to um, technology. And when I say technology, I mean social media platforms, YouTube, uh, podcast, you know, like all this digital stuff. Um, you know, and that's where, you know, there's a big call for quote unquote influencers or creators or whatever term you want to use. Right. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, that was something that I kind of realized a couple years ago was like, you know, like, yeah, I'm a, I'm an okay fisherman. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not going to puff my chest out. Like, I know I'm not a badass. I'm not a a Cody Milton, a Rush Snyders, a Josh Stewart, a Jody Queen. Like, those guys are above me, for sure. Like, when the bite's tough, those guys are going to figure it out. I probably am not, and I'm going to go home with my tail between my legs, which is fine. I was fine with that. <laughs> but with everything being said, you know, and having – some folks around me that had kind of been in the game uh, for a bit and, and Jay Randall, you know, my co-host like one of my best friends now um, who I met through kayak fishing, you know, he was on the Jackson kayak team when I met him and things like that. And, you know, he really stressed to me like, Hey man, if you want to get on like a kayak team or, you know, work with a company, like the biggest thing is like, creating content or coming up with really good photos or videos and stuff like that because on the marketing end it's more realistic coming from somebody that's out in the field doing that stuff versus trying to pull that media from inside an office or whatever it may be it's 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 really tough right and i guarantee this will all make sense when i get get all set down, right <laughs> no, but you keep going man <laughs> um you know like being able to provide for those companies so they can post on their social medias post on their websites things like that and and creating content comes in different forms it's not just photos and videos like writing is a big thing too like uh you know, Jay's a really good writer. And when him and I were both at the Jackson kayak team, they kind of required you to put out two blog posts a year, which isn't much. Um, when you got a team as big as what they had, right. Or most, you know, kayak teams are, are fairly decent in size, you know? And, uh, you know, so if you got, you know, 60 guys, on your team and, or, or even a hundred and they're giving you two blog posts, you know, that's 200 blog posts, you know? So, um, 
not everybody's a writer. Not everybody's great at photography. Not everybody's great at being on camera, doing a video. But, you know, you got to find your little niche. Um, you know, same thing with podcasts and stuff. Like, look at all the guys we have. None of them did a podcast before we started this. Um, I mean, there's an exception. Like, a couple guys had started their podcast, and then we were like, hey, why don't you just come join us? Yeah. Um, but you know, they talked about that struggle. We all talk about that. Like first couple episodes, you're all like, hi, hi, I'm, yep. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm Brian. And, um, 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 this is Paddle and Finn. Um, we're going to talk some kayak fish. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, you kind of got to get comfortable with that, man. It's, uh, it's one of those things. And I think the biggest thing too, right now, in our day and age with social media and stuff like that, like, you know, everybody's super conscious on what everybody else is going to think. And I was like that for a while. Now I just don't give a flying hoot. Um, I'll, I'll yeah. PG, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I could really care less, you know, what somebody thinks about me yeah, or you. my ideas or my, my thoughts. So like, so I'm being myself when I'm presenting this media and that that's crucial too, man. And you don't want to, you know, just take a bunch of fake, fake photos or whatever. Like, you know, like, don't get me wrong. We all stage some stuff. So that way it looks better when we take our photo or, you know, doing our video, you know, like, you know, okay, we missed the hook set. So let's, let's, let's improvise here, you know, and, um, improvise a hook set, you know, and you hook a log or something instead, whatever, but you actually got the fish catch on video, right? Like that's common TV practice, you know, if you got to go back and fill that stuff in. So just going into that kind of stuff, being conscious, like, Hey, this photo could end up on my company's website page or this photo is going to end up on their social media page or this video is going to go out in their next email blast that they put up or you know in their next how-to library or whatever it is so you got to make things as real as possible and being real with yourself um first goes a long way and uh, you know you see a lot of youtubers and stuff that are like you know, it's the old saying, they're just faking it till they make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so with all this being said, right, like really focus on that kind of stuff. If you want to move up to those next levels, if you're content with what you're doing and you're content with, or the companies you work with are content with the, um, stuff you're providing for them, um, just keep doing that, you know, but when you want to work up the ladder and, you know, get free gear credits through the company or a paycheck or something like that, like you're going to have to really step up your game. You know what I mean? And today's day and age, uh, there's this thing called two things. Uh, the biggest search engines in the world. Google is number one. YouTube is number two. Use them. How do I take a good product photo? Type that in a Google bar search or on YouTube, 
And you're going to find 8 million videos on how to do that. Watch a bunch of them, get some ideas, or how do I get better photos on my iPhone? Or how do I get better photos on my LG smartphone or whatever it is? You know what I mean? I or, do that. Yeah. I do that all the time. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> dude, like, it, it. trust me, I I did that back in the day. Like, you know, and... and too like i took some photography classes in high school i got some friends that are like professional photographers so i i picked their brains like one of my really good buddies dude we met when i worked at a pizza place way back in the day and uh he's a professional food photographer so like when you go into mcdonald's uh he's taking a couple pictures of those burgers that never look the way they do when you pull them out of the wrapper yep and uh pop bellies and things like that man um but you know if you know somebody like that be like hey can you look at my photos what could i do to improve or what should i do to get a better shot that's more appealing to the eye or whatever really focus on that type of stuff or you know if you're on the video end of things like you know what watch one of my videos what can critique me you know what i mean like don't ask your best friend, right? Because your best friend's always going to be like, oh, bro, that looks good, man. Yeah, good job. Good job. And yeah, like really ask for feedback, whoever you're asking and take it with a grain of salt. Like, don't be like, oh, dude, this guy just told me all my crap. All my stuff is trash. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you ask for feedback. Take that into consideration. Don't just shrug it off, you know? So... Now you're working on your media. Now you're, you know, honing in on your skill for that. You're you're putting out better stuff. And every year, pro staff sponsorships, like, you know, they'll do a yearly assessment. And, you know, you're either going to move up or down the ladder. Or if you think you have a great idea that's going to help them sell more product, tell them about it. You know what I mean? Like... For instance, uh, you know, I do a podcast for New Canoe and, you know, I don't do that for free, you know, but at the time we had some team members that were like, hey, man, like we're doing all this stuff for you, like promote me, like put something out on your media outlets to help get my name out there more. And so I came up with the concept of the new canoe podcast to kind of highlight our team members, highlight the dealers they work with, highlight some of our bigger dealers on that show. And not only that, have it as an outlet for our customers to come and hear about new products, be able to ask questions on the spot about products, which then reduce the number of questions and emails or Facebook messages, Instagram messages, things like that. Now you got this open platform. You can take an hour. Somebody can type in on, you know, the stream and go, well, will this work this way on my boat? Or can I do this to my boat and not void my warranty? Or will this new product work in this old model? You know, things like that. So it, it saved a lot of time and money. Well, time really on the back end. Which yeah. at the end of the day, time is money, right? Yeah. Your well, time yeah. is being wasted answering 
50 questions for that versus uh, being able to do something else that's going to be more profitable, so to speak, right? It's just business. Well, yeah, well, it's, it's, they always say if you want to be successful, solve a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> and well, for us. Just- so so that's just it too right like if you see a problem with the way a company you're working with or or a company you want to work with yeah, um, and you have the answer and you have an idea or a way to either save money or make more money they're going to want to talk to you because <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day these are companies you know what i mean so we'll get into this in a second but you know, the company I went to work for, you know, my boss is like, man, I really hate pro staffers. All I ever got was like, gimme, 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 and gimme, gimme, gimme. And it was like, okay, well, what are you going to give me? And they were like, uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? You know what I mean? So it's a two way street. If you want more, do more. If you don't care, do what you're doing and don't complain about what you're getting. You know what I mean? So, and, and, you know, for example, one of the companies I work with, um, and, and I'll say it, it's, it's Lakewood products, right? They make, um, tackle cases, archery cases, gun cases, things like that. And every year you have to reapply and the process is, um, you know, you, you fill out a form with like a general thing and then you get an email back saying, okay, thank you for your interest in your team. We would like to know more about you. Please fill out this form and you fill out that form. Then you get an email back saying, this is our program. Thank you for your continued interest. Where do you feel you should fall in our program? And it's got their different levels. And you read through it and there's criteria for all that stuff. And, you know, you reply back and then you wait, (laughs) you know what I mean? And there's guys that, that because they have to go and reapply, they just don't do it. Cause they're like, why do I need to waste my time? Like I did this, this, and this for you. Well, that's what the company demands. And I honestly think every company should model it that way. Right. Like his, you know, it shows that whoever it is that's working for your company is still interested in your company and your products, because if they don't want to take the time to do that, they obviously don't care. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, it, you know, in one of those surveys or forms you have to fill out, it's like, okay, what did you do last year or this past season? If you were on the team? What could you do differently coming into the next season? What did you not do? You know, and you got to be honest with that stuff, man. Because if you're just throwing sunshine and rainbows up their butt, like, they're going to be like, you know, why do I want this guy? You know what yeah. I mean? That goes back to being true to yourself and true to your game. You know what I mean? Well, they so- also go back and look at that stuff, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trust me. Trust when, when people people Trust don't me. think they do. I I got an example for that and remind yeah. me to share that because uh, I just had an experience like that this week um, yeah. with my my new position. But 
so all that being said, you know, like the more you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. And I know I emphasized quite a few times in the last one we did, like you're going to shovel and eat shit for a while before yeah. you get anywhere. And you gotta, you gotta make your a name for yourself. You gotta, you know, like we talked about then too, like your name is your brand, right? You treat yourself as a company. All the yeah. successful anglers that have, um, you know, really good sponsorships, really good pro staff positions, like they treat it as a business, right? And if your business isn't succeeding, you're not getting anything in return. Like you might as well just quit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I've heard it for years. I've, said it many times myself like i would love to have a job in the industry right so when you're excelling with some of these companies you work with they all talk the fishing community the hunting community the outdoors community as a whole it's not as big as you think it is and all these people in these companies the important people that matter on you know, the decision, um, do we add Brian Schiller to our, our team or our pro staff? You know, like they all talk and, you know, it's, um, it's one of those situations, man, where if you do bad on somebody in one company, they're going to tell company A, B, C, D, E, F, and then you almost get blacklisted. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you, again, your business customers always right. The customer is the company you're working for. Um, so having that type of mindset going into that, um, as long as you keep focused on that, like you're going to do good. It's not going to happen overnight. Like, you know, I, like most guys, I think, you know, you're like, all right, man, I'm, I'm pumping out some good social media content. Got my little YouTube videos going over here. I'm doing my little podcast, you know, like, all right, who's, you know, people should be knocking on my door. They're not knocking on the door, you know, like you have to go out and seek those things out. And then not only that, but, you know, doing it for a year and then not getting picked up by a sponsor. And then you're like, why am I doing this? Like, screw it. Well, you're proving the point to all those companies like, you know, if you don't have that longevity, why they why should they care? Like if you're going to yeah. be a one year pro staffer, that's not what they want. They want guys and gals that are going to invest their time and energy into their company and grow while they're helping their company grow, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? So you know, you got to be in the game for a little bit, you know, have, um, you know, a background, a history. You got to build that, that portfolio, so to speak, in your history. Like, well, Chris over here has been doing kayak fishing for three years. And, you know, when I look at his social media, he posts every Thursday. Sometimes he's uh, posting mondays and tuesdays as well uh he's pumping out a youtube video every other week and he's been doing that for two or three years like okay well this guy's in a in a rhythm and it 
seems like he didn't just do 12 posts or 12 YouTube videos or 12 blog posts and then was like, screw this, I'm giving up. You know, if somebody wants wants some of this stuff, they can find me and track me down. Trust yeah. me, a marketing person in a company doesn't want to have to jump through hoops to track you down. They want you to come to them because they're they're doing other things, right? Like they dealing with a pro staff is like this big of their job. You know what I mean? They have this much other stuff to do. Pro staff guys are this much. You know what I mean? So if they got to take all the time to go out, track these guys down and, you know, have conversations with them, things like that, like they're not going to waste their time. Right. So just a little insight on that for those guys that are just starting out, whatever we talked about that, a lot of that before, but don't give up after a year because you didn't get a discount code through, you know, Z man baits or something, right? Like you got to start small, work your way up prove yourself gain this repertoire slash uh resume and i believe we talked about angler resumes uh yeah we did last show (laughs) you know build that portfolio and don't show that you had 15 pro staff positions in the last year and a half but you only still work with one company that looks bad right so it's just like a job like we talked about earlier, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so leading into that, right? Like you hear it all the time. Man, I'd love to work in the industry, you know? And yeah, a lot of it is who you know. Um, but a lot of it is what you know how to do, what you've done, uh, how you've helped others. Like, for instance, this came up in our group chat, right, this week. And should I call him out? Yeah, I'm going to call him out. Brad <laughs> Brad Hicks was like, man, I'd love to get a job in the industry, but I'm stuck in construction, bro. I don't have a college degree in marketing. Yeah, well, you don't have to have one. Just because a job description says that on a posting doesn't mean that's what you need. Like, Brad Hicks is phenomenal at social media. Well, his which, picture skills are just amazing. Yeah, which is a huge part of marketing, right? Yeah. So with that being said, like, yeah, they put that on there because they don't want everybody in their brother who's got a, you know. Camera. Some, yeah, <laughs> was some inclination of marketing to apply for the job, right? Like, I don't have a marketing degree. And I'm now the marketing specialist for three companies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, so, you know, I've, I've developed relationships with the important people at the companies I work with. Um, I'm not going to name names, but at ICAST, uh, I was in one of the companies booths I work with and, person was like man i really need to hire somebody else don't know if the boss is going to let me spend that money to hire an assistant but like i really need help because i'm buried in all this stuff and i kind of like shrugged it off and i left icast and i came home from icast and 
I just I was thinking about what that person had said. So I had shot them an email and I was like, hey, like you said this the other day when I was in your booth at iCast and like if a position would open up like that, it it'd be something I'd be interested in applying for. Um, I do have a, a business resume put together. You have my angler resume. You know, you know what I know how to do. Um, you know, I got experience in sales and stuff like that as well through some of my professional jobs. Um, let me know if there's something I could do to help or if it's part time or, you know, maybe uh, give me a try and uh, give me a commission based position or something like that. Right. Like that's how I approached it. Yep. And they were like, oh, man, that's awesome. I would hire you in a heartbeat if the owner would would give me the money to spend. And I was like, no worries. You know, like I heard you mention it, thought I'd throw it out there, start a conversation about it. If something can happen, great. If not, no worries. Um, some time went by and said person sent me an email and was like, hey, I know we talked before and I really don't want to do this because I've been holding you in my back pocket for the time when I could hire somebody, but, um, a position opened up in your backyard. It's people I know, uh, they're good people. I've worked with them in the past, uh, you know, through some pro staff stuff. Um, it's a marketing position and I think you would be a great fit here's the info if you're still interested in jumping into the the you know fishing industry and i was like oh damn this just got real yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah don't get me wrong right like i i i had a pretty good job and i enjoyed my job and the people i worked with we've been doing that for. that job for years couple of years like uh i was working for them for three years but i worked for them as a subcontractor prior to that i worked on my own for five years and then you know basically i've been in the construction world since 2005 yeah. so that makes me an old man but <laughs> um to the point at hand like that opportunity got dropped in my lap because i reached out because I thought there might be a possibility there. Um, you know, I've seen other possibilities. I've heard other stories like, you know, hey, ask them what they need help with. That's the thing. And again, going back to you're going to shovel shit and eat shit, you know, to get to those spots, like, that's real. But if it's really your goal to make it past the pro staff, past the paid sponsorships, and really work in the outdoors industry like that's what you got to do you know what i mean like and, and there's some companies where <clears throat> let's first say i got laid off at my construction job you know some of the companies i work with i'm pretty sure i could pick up the phone and be like hey man i just lost my job is there anything i could do to help you guys out some part-time work or something to get paid to you know make the money to pay my bills more than likely they'd be like absolutely man you want a full-time job like you know that's the thing if if you put in the blood sweat work tears whatever um for any of these companies man like you always have their back they're gonna have your back so 
You also develop relationships through through time with them. Well, exactly. Mm-hmm. 100%, man. 100%. So this opportunity got dropped in my lap. Um, I sent uh, my now new employer an email, and I was like, hey, uh, so-and-so said you were looking for a marketing person. Um, attached in this email is my resume, also my Angler resume. Um, because Angler resume in marketing, you know, like you're marketing yourself, right? Like, yep. so having a really good, put to, well put together Angler resume, like that all falls together. Um, and, you know, being that I've worked with sponsorships and stuff like that, like I know what those marketing folks are looking for, right? So that's a good step. I have zero education, like, diploma whatever you know college yeah whatever uh, same thing i have no college (laughs) degree in marketing whatsoever yeah however i know how to use adobe photoshop (laughs) adobe lightroom final cut pro adobe premiere i know how to you know adobe illustrator like you know all those tools that you need in a marketing position, I already know how to use. And, you know, I, I'm immersed in this industry, so to speak, because it's been my life for like the past six years or five years or whatever it's been. You know what I mean? Like I'm paying attention to ads. I'm paying attention to what companies are promoting on their social media sites, you know, what companies are looking for, things like that. So you're going to get that education more in the real world than you are in any classroom ever. And, you know, I sent that info off. I And I explained all that too uh, in my initial email to my now employer was, you know, hey, I, I don't have a marketing degree, but I've been working in the fishing industry for five years, basically for free. Yeah. And, you, you know, or, you or whatever, <laughs> right? So... I'm like, you know, I, I got a good gist for it, you know, things like that. So they were like, got a response back. Hey, just got back from a show. Uh, we'll take a look at this next week and uh, looks good. And we'll set up an interview. Okay. Sounds great. Appreciate you taking the time to at least look at my stuff. Uh, look forward to hearing from you. If not, good luck to you, you know, basically. Not in those exact words, but, you know, yeah. that's basic you know again business so uh i got an interview i was like cool this is cool went in met with the owner's wife and one of the sales guys and had a really long conversation i was there for two hours got a tour of the factory and they were like all right well we'll we'll let you know like two weeks went by hey we'd like to set up another interview i'm like Oh man, I thought this was like done and over with, (laughs) you know what I mean? And, uh, I was like, okay, great. When's a good time for you guys, you know, and that's the thing. You got to be flexible. You know, I made it work. Like I went in to do those interviews at 6am, you know, before I went to work. So, you know, went in for another interview and, uh, that time I met with the owner and his wife and, uh, it went really well. And uh, it was really good. And they were like, all right, we'll let you know. 
we got more interviews, but we'll let you know. I'm like, all right. Another week and a half went by, and it was like, you know, at that time I was like, did I get this position? Did I not? You know? Yeah. And then I got another email like, hey, we would like to have dinner with you and your wife and have another interview. Would you be open to that? And I was like, <laughs> holy crap. Like, this may actually be happening. <laughs> right? But that whole time during that process, I tried to be as real as I could, as honest as I could. You know, again, I brought up multiple times like, hey, I don't have a marketing degree, but I do have experience in this industry. Um, you know, I know how to do this. I know how to do that. I know how to do this. And, you know, I would, you know, and, and one of the things like I haven't done is like print ads, right? Like ads you would see in a magazine or something yeah. like that. Like I've don't know all the details that goes into that. And my now boss was like, dude, that's easy. I could teach you that in 10 minutes. And I was like, thank God. All right. (laughs) That's not going to kill it for me. But after three interviews um, and a lot of back and forth, uh, I got a job offer and I took it. And, you know, now I have a marketing position in the fishing and hunting and hobby world. And, uh, I just started, uh, this week was my, uh, first week and, uh, I feel like I didn't work all week because I was doing stuff I love to do, you know, which is important. You know, I've talked to a lot of guys that work in the industry and they're like, I hate to fish now. And I was like, what? Like, get out of here, man. Like, you know, and I could see it if like you're a sales guy and all you do is travel the road and you're trying to fill accounts and things like that, that could get pretty monotonous pretty quick. But being on the marketing end of things, like you get to change it up and evolve with the company and, and you're part of that evolution, right. Is the way I look at it. And, um, you know, so again, like I said, like I had an, an instance this week, you know, like a guy had sent in an email to us and he was like, Hey, he's got a, a decent sized YouTube channel, quite a few subscribers, a lot of followers on Instagram and Twitter and, and Facebook. And, um, it was on the archery send archery side of things. And he, he was shooting a video coming up and he wanted to use one of our products in the, in the, uh, video. And, um, you know, he's like, Hey, could you send this to me? And, you know, I'll, I'll feature it in the video. And I was like, okay, well, I can send you that. So you're just going to mention it in the video. Like, can you give me some still shots, maybe some clips out of that video for shorts that I can promote on our social medias uh, and things like that. And he's like, yeah, I could do that for sure. And I was like, all right, I'll send you this product. How fast can I see this video after, you know, I send you this product? And he's like, ah, I'll have it done in two weeks. And I was like, okay. Well, since you're going to use that product, why don't I send you this product, that product, and this product, which all go together with that that original one, yeah. and uh, and then you can give me multiple things out of that. And he's like, well, yeah, dude, that'd be awesome. And then he was like, but then he pushed the envelope. He was like, well, can I have these three other things too? And I said, I tell you what. I'm going to send you this stuff that we already just talked about. After I get that video, 
and those clips i will those shorts and a couple still images i'll send you these other things it's like oh that's awesome man it's great by the way we're starting an ambassador program so is that something you'd be interested in if i send you the details when we get started absolutely dude love to I've used your guys's products for for a while not all of them uh but i've i've used a couple of your things and I'd, I'd love to work with you guys on that stuff that's how relationships start you know what i mean yeah. so um whereas you know i made some phone calls too because i know some folks right and i'm like i need some content i need some blog posts i need some videos stuff like that so you know i reached out to some people that i've been friends with and i'm like hey i'm gonna send you a couple couple of these couple of those and uh can you send me this in content form and they're like heck yeah dude no problem so you know that's that's a small part of like what i do but um you know it's you know for those that want to get involved with that stuff right like there's companies i've worked with where i've done a ton of work for them and i got nothing back out of it other than yeah. a discount right like the most important thing to me uh when i work with a company is okay i'm gonna promote the heck out of you guys right but i also need you guys to promote the heck out of me you know what i mean it's got to be a two-way street otherwise guys get sour they want to walk away from positions because they're not getting the same spotlight you're giving them right so that's kind of one thing that I look at being in the position I'm now in is, okay, well, I got some guys that are, are going to, you know, boost me up pretty good being in this position and help promote the companies I work for. But um, at the same time, I need to give them all the credit in the world for helping me boost those names. You know what I mean? Yeah. So i don't know man i'm sure you got some questions in there i know i kind of yeah. went off on a, a 45 minute tangent but uh <laughs> you know like i know that's where you kind of wanted to get to so yeah no it's i mean it's amazing that you got the position finally after all the hard work man yeah i mean and, and that's the thing too right like had i not got the position I wouldn't have been upset. Like, yeah, you know, like it's, it's business. It's the, like I said, the person that had sent me that job opening um, was like, I really don't want to send this to you, but I'm sending it to you anyways, because I know you'll crush it and they need the help. You know, not all these companies are like at each other's throats. They all help each other out, even if they're in the same markets. You know what I mean? Um, because if one company is doing good in the fishing world, we're all doing good. You know what I mean? If one is struggling, we're all struggling. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's the way the outdoors industry is kind of as a whole. Like that's one thing I've learned over these years of, you know, grinding it out is like, you know, there's, uh, a lot of things that, that can be learned both in a fishing sense, a business sense, and just a, a personal sense. You know what I mean? Um, the fishing world, the hunting world, it's filled with a lot of characters, 
But at the end of the day, they're all really good people and they all want to see everybody succeed at the end of the day. So, and that's something too, right? Like, you know, I, I've had instances before where, um, you know, I'm on a team or a, or a uh, pro staff for a company or sponsored by a company. And I'm like, hey, man, I, I feel pretty confident about what I'm doing for you guys. But what more can I do? Like, I, I want to yeah. move up the ladder. I want to get to that next step. I want to get up the next rung of the ladder. What can I do to help me get there? And nine, time, nine times out of ten, whoever it is you you deal with will tell you exactly what you need to do to get there. Or, hey, do this, this, and this, and we'll put you there. Yeah. You've already done all this other stuff for us. Just do a couple of these small things. Or it's, hey, man, you've been kicking butt. I don't have an opening there right now, but as soon as one comes up, your name is already getting put in on that list. You know what I mean? So um, don't be discouraged. Stay in communication with the companies you work with. Be open with them. Like, hey, I, I know I'm I'm at the bottom of the ladder right now. And, you know, you guys are giving me a, a 30% discount, which is great. It's helping me out, saving me some money and allowing me to, uh, you know, have my kayak stocked up on baits or rods or reels or you know i i can afford a new kayak every year because you're giving me this discount um but like i would i would really like to you know maybe even get a bigger discount or or maybe a possibility of like some free product or whatever like what can i do to earn that you know what i mean and, yeah. and the key word in there is earn what can i do to earn that not hey just give me this stuff bro (laughs) you know what i mean um so i mean that's that's a huge thing right like you don't not go to work for a week and go yeah just give me a paycheck boss yeah i deserve that you know and your boss would be like yeah how about i give you a pink slip and you go home for the rest of your life (laughs) like you know like who the hell do you think you are you know it's the same thing of just coming up to a company going Hey, I know I've not done anything for you. I haven't even tagged you on a social media post, but you should give me a thousand dollars worth of baits. <laughs> you know where that goes? Right in the garbage bin. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so it, it's one of those things. And again, like you're interested in a company, find out who that marketing person is. LinkedIn is a huge key to that. And, uh, find out who the marketing person is, send them an email, be like, Hey, uh, I'm a kayak fisherman. Uh, I do a bunch of social media posts. I do some YouTube videos. Uh, I work with this company and this company, but I'd really like to work with yours. Is there anything I could do to help you guys out that you need? And that's the thing. Is there anything I could help you guys out that you need? Not, Hey, I need this. What can I do to get that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to get your foot in the door. Hey, I really love your company and I use this, this, and that. I've tagged you guys in a couple of social media posts. Like, hopefully you guys can use those or, hey, I saw you used them. Is there any other photos or, or, or media that you guys are looking for that you could use that I could provide for you? And then they'd be like, oh, dude, we were actually just talking about it 
around the water cooler in the break room today we need some photos of somebody using this product holding up a fish or something no problem i'll get to get that to you next week send it to them and they're like dude that was great here let us send you some baits or hey let us send you a fishing rod or hey let us send you a pfd or a paddle or whatever it may be you know what i mean like you treat it like that um instead of like my boss says you know the hand the the pro staff handshake that's what he calls it when you're like gimme 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 he calls that the pro staff handshake (laughs) you know but there are a lot of guys and gals out there that bust their butt dude and they deserve everything they get because they're you know just kicking butt and making sales for that that company and at the end of the day that's what it all comes down to making money dollars and cents like that's part of my job is promoting our products so we make more money like that falls on my shoulders like hey if Schiller's not promoting product a b or c like how are we going to sell it we're not making any money off those they're sitting on the shelf collecting dust which means we're now losing money on them because they're sitting on our shelves for so long Mm -hmm. you know so like that's that's a huge thing you know like at the end of the day like i said it's all about dollars and cents and if you're helping those companies accrue those dollars and cents it's going to go much longer uh down the road for you so yeah i agree well from from a business sense it all makes sense is like and i don't think a lot of these people that uh come into the industry and are brand new see all the work that's put in behind the scenes versus what they see on social media it's easy to put a post up and say hey this product helped me win win this tournament or something like that but there's so much more that goes into that stuff so that's always that's always funny right because um you know i i've had this for the past couple of years like i'll run into somebody that i don't see that often or maybe it's like once or twice a month and they're like dude you ever work all you do is fish i see you post fish pictures all the time and i'm like dude i wasn't fishing yesterday like i took that photo a month and a half ago and they're like what (laughs) i'm like yeah i have a stockpile so i can provide for my sponsors and like you know yeah it may look like i fish every day but in reality like that was like once or twice a month. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I may take 80 photos in a trip, you know what I mean? But now I got two or three weeks worth of content, you know? So, I mean, yeah, it's, it, you know, a lot of, a lot of people think like, all right, I'm going to work in the fishing industry, bro. And I'm just going to fish every day. No, not it's... the case. Not even pros on the high end of the bass boats. Like, yeah. Yeah, they fish a lot for tournaments, but other than that, when they're not at tournaments, what do you think they're doing? Marketing stuff for their companies that support them. They're shooting videos, shooting TikToks, shooting images, still images. They're doing meet and greets. They're working trade shows. They're doing this, that, the other thing. Like, yeah, when they're at fishing tournaments, they get to fish a decent amount, but when they're not there, that's what they're focused on that's what their job is is marketing material coming creating marketing material 
for the companies they work with, or some of them, you know, own their own companies or are part owners in companies. So when they're not on the water, they got to be focused on that. So that makes money. So that way they can afford to go fish those tournaments the following year. Yeah. You know what I mean? You ask anybody on the, like the elite series, they'll tell you they fished a <laughs> lot more before they were on the elite series mm-hmm. than they do now. And that, that yeah. truck, that truck that they buy at the beginning of the year and that boat, some yeah. of those people are still, especially like the rookies. Yeah. They're uh, well, buying those boats. They're not. I, yeah. I've mentioned that on a podcast yeah. uh, a couple of times. It was, was it 21? I think it was, it was last year. Uh, Seth fighter one angler of the year or yeah. whatever. And uh, it was funny. He was on, Mike and Ellie's podcast, right? And they were talking. And um fighter kind of put it into terms that I was just like, holy crap. Like, yeah, that is so true. And yeah. I never even thought about that. But when he made it to the elites, he's like, I made it, man. Sponsors are going to be beating down my door. He's like, he started laughing. He's like, it got worse. He's like, I struggled. He's like, I thought after the first year I was going to be done because I didn't have that financial support from sponsors. I had to work three times harder than I did before I made it to the elites to even maintain being on the elites and not making any money for the year, but at least my tournaments and stuff were paid for and my fuel, you know? So I mean, just because you make it to that level doesn't mean, all right, uh, I'm going to be sponsored by Z man, lose Ranger and, uh, Chevy trucks, you know, like that, that's not how it happens. Like you got to grind. Like I've seen, those guys running around iCast, right? And that's one thing I wanted to mention too. Like a majority of pro staffs for so for we're going into 2023. A majority of pro staffs were established a month ago, you know, yeah. in October. Well, now we're in December. So two months. Two months yeah. ago. <laughs> you know, like and a lot of times they're established by August. Like a lot of deals get made at iCast and I'm not saying like you guys should go to iCast just to go, you know, set up sponsorships. It's not the easiest because the people that are at iCast are there to sell products to all their shops, distributors, things like that. That's the main purpose for it. But if you're working down there and you're doing good things, people are going to talk to you. For instance, uh, good friend John Graves, John Graves Kayak Fishing Podcast. He's busted his butt for the past two years for American Tap- Tackle Company um, down there at ICAST. And after this ICAST, they offered him a job. And John has since relocated to Florida to work for American Tackle Company. His wife is going to move down there soon. They're selling their place in Ohio. And John is the happiest I've ever seen him be because he gets to go in and talk fishing every day of his life from here yeah. on out until he gets fired or retires, you know? Yeah. But I mean, that's yeah, the yeah. thing, right? Like 
John didn't expect anything for that. Like he drove down, paid for the gas. He paid for a hotel room. You know, he paid for his food while he was down there. I'm sure they might've bought him a meal or two, but like, you know, he put in all that work to get down there and stuff. And then, continues that work through the rest of the year promoting their stuff and he does a really good job at it another guy super awesome at social media and uh got a job offer out of it and now he's doing some marketing type stuff for them down there at american tackle company so i mean it's 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 all about putting in the hard work making relationships and opening up those doors to opportunities for yourself down the road. Yeah, I mean, that's... Well, a lot of people think that, you know, the season starts in, you know, the springtime, like February. It's like January, February is when you want to start sending emails. And most of the time, the deals are already done by the time the holidays come. Well, to an extent, you're right, right? Like, (laughs) you start sending emails in, in February, March, April for the following year you know what i mean like and and don't be annoying about it don't send the guy an email like every week like once a month be like hey just checking in to see if uh there's anything i could do for you guys you know what i mean but if you're emailing the guy every week hey you got a pro staff spot open yet i really want to get on your pro staff i just want to get on your pro staff i me me i i i me like those are the two words you'd never want to use like it's always you, your company, you know, your business. What can I do for you? You know, like that's the way you want to approach it. And you'll go 10 times farther that way. Yeah, I so. agree. This is, man, there's a lot that has been put into these two, <laughs> a lot of information. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, <laughs> You know, a lot of it's my personal experience, like things I've learned over the years, um, things I've learned from some bigger people in the industry than I, like, I'm just a little pissant in this industry. You know what I mean? Like, I just got my foot in the door right now, you know? So, but, you know, if you ask questions like, hey, and and you're serious about it, right? Like, I want to be working for a company in the fishing industry how do i do that ask somebody that works in the fishing industry you know what i mean and they'll be 100 percent honest with you some people love it some people hate it you know what i mean the only people in the fishing industry that get to fish all day pretty much every day is fishing guides so if you want to do that go be a fishing guide but i will tell you most fishing guides i know hate their freaking job because they hate people beating up their equipment and you know trying trying to teach teach them how to cast a spinning rod and like things like that like that gets old after a while you know what i mean like even me dude like i fish a lot and and i get burnt out at times where i'm like i just need to take the weekend off man like I've already been on the lake five times in the past eight days. Like I, I just need to like chill out. Like I'm just going to sleep in and do nothing. You know what I mean? So, and I even do that with hunting. Like I was going to hunt last Sunday after we duck hunted in the morning. And I was like, you know what? I'm so burnt out, dude. I've been, 
duck hunting since what middle of september beginning of september then that went into you know bow hunting for deer then we hit the rut we hunt even harder then we went into rifle season in the midst of that i was i was duck hunting and stuff and i was going to go out uh last sunday because it was the last day of rifle season i'm like you know what i'm just going to take a nap on the couch i don't even care anymore dude like i'm just done like done like i'm tired i'm burnt out like i need a reset you know what i mean so um but don't get me wrong there are people like they just love being on the water they don't care who they're with or what they're doing like that's great man that's great i i love seeing that and uh obviously those types of people are helping other people get involved in the sport we all know and love which helps grow our industry but uh you know once in a while you need a break bro yeah well so. i mean i think a lot of us who go into this learn that yeah you know well you got kind of burnt out for a minute there too didn't you you yeah. took a break so. yeah i got extremely burnt out <laughs> like because you, you get to a point where you're you're going out every single weekend sometimes two three times a week yeah. And, and then you get to a point where I need content or I need to catch this fish or I need this or, yeah. and, and you get to a point where it becomes too much and you just need a yeah. break from it. Well, that's like, uh, who was I just talking to, man? And they were like, oh, it was, uh, it was our man, Ryan Milford, the old <laughs> noob called me the other day. And, uh, he's like, you know, man, he's like. I, I was burnt out, bro. He's like, I haven't fished in like two months or something. He told me, he just called me the other night and he was talking to me about some stuff, but, um, he's like, man, he's like, fishing wasn't fun for me. He's like, I was fishing all these tournaments and like, I was just taking it way too serious and it, it just seemed more stress than fun. You know what I mean? He's like, I don't even remember the last time I went fun fishing. I'm like, then you need to stop fishing tournaments, dude. Yeah. You know, like I, and I know exactly where he's coming from because when I was traveling around doing a bunch of that, uh, the national stuff, like, you know, at the time I was running my own business and I was spending lots of money and I wasn't necessarily making money if I was on the road. Like, yeah, I had some guys that worked for me, but like, I was a head guy, and if I'm not here getting making sure things are getting done, like if things aren't getting done, checks aren't coming into the bank account. You know what I mean? So, like that gets super stressful, or you're just stressing out about wanting to cash a check or needing to cash a check. And if you're mm -hmm. at that point, you probably shouldn't be fishing a tournament. And I'll be honest, like I that's where I was at at points, you know, like. I had no business being on the road fishing some tournaments because I was strapped for cash, but I was like, no, man, I got to chase the dream. So that way I can, you know, win rookie of the year and maybe angler of the year and then get to the 10 house. And then like, then I'll be set, man. Sponsorships be knocking at my door. I've had more sponsors hit me up from just doing social media work, YouTube and podcasts than I have uh from fishing tournaments you know what i mean and uh so at the end of the day if you're not happy then you're just gonna walk away from what you actually love like 
I think that's the thing too, right? Like, and this is probably a great thing to like wrap up the show with. If you get involved in sponsorships and stuff like that, and you um, are just so immersed with it and it gets so stressful that fishing's no longer fun for you because you either have to win a tournament, you have to get content and like that stresses you out and things like that. Like you should stop doing that stuff yeah, and just go back to fun fishing. You know what I mean? Like I hate seeing people that like dig in hard and they go super, super hard. They get super stressed out and then they just quit fishing altogether, sell their kayak, all their gear, all that stuff. And then they just give it up and walk away from it. You know what I mean? And, yeah. um, it, it, you gotta enjoy doing it. It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. Yeah. The, the getting discounts, free products, getting paid to do some fishing stuff. It's all good and great, but it comes at a price too, though. Yeah, it does. It does, <laughs> dude. Trust me. And, and I think we talked about this in the other yeah. one, dude. Like I've missed family parties. Um, I've missed, uh, taking a couple vacations with my wife and kids. I've missed some kids' sports events. Like, you know, I've definitely made it to the the ones I needed to be at. But, like, you know, that's stuff I can't go back in time and change. Like, I'll I'll never have that opportunity to see, you know, my daughter cheer at so and such and such competition, you know? Yeah. Um, But, or, or, you know, my son play a football game, you know, like – that's some things I, I did miss out on and, and yeah, I regret it. But at the same time, like I had the full support of my family to be able to go do those things because they knew I was trying to get to where I now am. So, and they're extremely happy for me and it's, uh, you know, you got to have that good solid backbone and support. Um, otherwise you're going to end up in, divorce or you know a broken home with kids or whatever it may be you know what i mean or maybe you just want to be a bachelor and just live in a van down by the river and fish you know what i mean some (laughs) of them do which which isn't a bad thing i'm 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 not knocking that at all because like you know if i had my choice like i would live on the road but um you know at the end of the day man family first fishing second you know what i mean or job second fishing third whatever whatever you want to do but you know like now fishing is my is part of my job and and hunting my two favorite passions like that's part of my job so it's family first hunting and fishing second now you know what i mean so um but you're gonna make some sacrifices and that's part of the uh shovel and eat shit phase um but you know uh as long as you have a good backbone and support go all in and uh i wish everyone nothing but success and i'd love to see you know more people make it in there and you know i'll throw this out there too man if uh if anybody's got questions about any of this stuff feel free to hit me up on any of my social media pages or through the paddle and fin email um you know, I'd be more than happy to answer some questions and things like that. And, um, 
you know, if you're looking for advice, whatever, man, like that has been one of the hugest things for me is getting solid advice from some folks that I knew in the industry that have helped me get to this point. Um, so it's, it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's, no, I didn't do much talking on this one, man, but you, you nobody uh... ever talks when I'm on a podcast because I just <laughs> ramble, dude. But I mean, it's, it's not rambling when you, you're putting out good information out there for everybody. Well, I mean, yeah, it's and... something I'm, I'm passionate about, right? Like, you know, like you can go back in the archives of Paddle and Finn and there's been numerous podcasts that, you know, I've been a part of you know, in reference to this subject, right? Like yeah. pro staffs and, you know, we've had guests on like, well, how did you get involved in the fishing world? Like, how did you make it in there? You know what I mean? And everybody's got kind of a different story, right? And everybody kind of does different roles throughout the industry. Like I said, like I'm on the marketing side of things right now. Um, You know, some guys are in product development. Some guys are just, uh, you know, quote unquote celebrity names that you know get associated with products some guys are salespeople, you know like some guys just package up fishing goods to get shipped out the door you know uh it doesn't matter as long as like me I, I could work in our warehouse and i'd be totally fine with that because i'm working in the fishing market dude i get to play with fishing stuff all day and ship it off to other people that love fishing just as much as i do you know what i mean so whether it's packaging something up or you know marketing our newest you know product that's about to hit the market like it doesn't matter to me dude i'm immersed in the world that i love and uh you know i don't think i'll ever go back now actually not that i won't go back i won't work another day in my life because it's not work when it's your love you know yeah, I agree so. with that 100%. And then just leave people with, you know, you got to figure out what you want to do. If you even want to be a part of this industry and sacrifice, or do you just want to be someone who who yeah. fishes on the weekends and yeah. posts and, social media and live your normal job, normal life? And, and there is nothing wrong with that. There no. is nothing wrong with that. Like, I know right now, like, I'm not going to ever – make a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year doing what i do i mean maybe if i like figure out some genius next genius way to market products and sell eight billion of them but um you know like but i'm content like i make a decent amount of money i make the same amount of money i did when i was in construction and um you know it wasn't like i you know left one job to make less or left one job to make more you know what i mean um i make a good living and um i can pay my bills support my family and that's all that matters dude and i get to fish and i get to hunt like that's all that matters to me yeah you know what i mean so as long as uh my bills are paid my family's taken care of um and i still get to play in the woods in the on the water (laughs) i'm good with that i'm good with that yeah, I don't, I don't need to make a million dollars a year. Like for what? Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, just like ending on that is just like basically do what's gonna make you happy. Not just don't just do it thinking you're gonna make money out of it or make 
you know, yeah. some spectacular thing happen. Just yeah, at I the mean, end of the day, just be happy with what you're yeah. doing. Yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> and and like I said, dude, and that goes back to what I said. Like at this point in time, like I don't care if I'm working in the shipping department, the manufacturing line, the marketing department, or the sales department. I'm working in the outdoors industry and that's what makes me happy. And that's what makes it that I'll never have to work another day in my life because I know I'm involved in making other people's time on the water and in the woods that much easier and that much better. So I agree with that. We can end on that one. Right on, man. So it was good having you for the part two. Anytime brother. And, uh, and um, still, congrats, man. I'm happy Thanks, for man. you. Hey, I'm happy for me, too. My, uh, I'm tired, man. Like, I got up at, what was it? Well, I was supposed to get up earlier, but I kind of slept <laughs> through my first alarm to go duck hunting early this morning. And, you know, this first work uh, week at work, like, I work four 10-hour days. So, um, you know, yeah, I've been a- leaving super early and getting home a little later. So, um my whole sleep schedule is like thrown out of oh. whack and I'm yawning. <laughs> like, uh. so. Right on, man. Thanks. For, thanks for having me. And like I said, man, if anybody's got any questions out there, feel free to hit me up and uh, hopefully it kind of gives you some sense on uh, this show, gives you some sense on what to do, what to not to do. And, you know, gives you some insights to uh, get your feet wet in it, man. Yep. All right, everyone. Have a good day. Peace out. Yep. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Fin. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures, your Midwest premier paddle sports destination, go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. And Jig Masters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today.